0: Well,
2: that's probably
3: just going to get hotter than hell. Yeah. I'll turn down the temperature. All right. Uh, yeah. Good. good idea. We are recording. All
4: right.
0: Yep. Okay, she's We're coming back we We're live and recording and everything?
2: You do have oh. a thing in
4: here, don't you? And yeah. Facebook event. is going there, up. A right there. <coughs> I mean, YouTube. <coughs>
0: Facebook? Oh. <sighs> no what the, the hell, hell for us? Facebook?
5: Okay, so who's who's there? Hello?
0: Dave and Ralph and Mike.
5: Happy New Year. Happy
0: yes. New Year, to you.
4: All right. We are recording, and uh, here
5: we go.
0: Tom Bernard Podcast with...
5: Co-host Catherine Brandt.
0: Andy Brandt-Bernard. Dave Schrader.
5: Mike
6: Molina. And at the virtual right-hand, Ralph MD, the Hackmaster.
0: I like virtual. virtual. I like virtual a lot, as a matter of fact. I like it a lot. We're just talking about some different things that you probably haven't heard anyplace else. And we'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant,
1: Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company. And they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have
0: fear of attorneys. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollisioncom
1: You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love.
5: You got five below there?
1: No, we're above zero Is now. Is it
0: still five below? Oh, you're above zero now? Yeah.
5: Oh, heat wave.
0: Like it was nine below all
6: morning. New Year's Eve, I held a door for somebody for about twenty seconds, and the metal <laughs> stung. my I got frostbite on my thumb in twenty seconds on this metal door, <laughs> oh, and it was it was. Where'd you go? Uh, Belcor. It was a gr- oh, yeah, Belcour, It yeah. was a great meal. I had, there they, you yeah, go. They,
5: they do a good job there.
6: Yeah, they, they the host had served up, uh, had planned for caviar, and I was. <laughs> There was so much caviar. It was hard, It was difficult to finish. Oh Poor my. guy. Did you struggle through oh, this? <laughs> I plowed, Rob,
4: tell me about your I, white people problems
6: some I, more, please. I, 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 plowed through, <laughs> I plowed through that. I plowed through that with the blinis, fresh-made blinis, warm right off the griddle. Oh, oh, yum. Heaven. So good. Yeah, it was. It was exceptional. Black sea caviar. I
4: made some pretty good tuna mac for the family the other day. <laughs>
5: Tuna Mac, tuna yeah. mac nothing is wrong really with, good. Not nothing at all. wrong with Tunamac. You
4: want to uh, talk about a- caviar dreams over here. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> well, coincidence on New Year's Eve for us, we went to Morton's and uh, in West Palm Beach, Florida, on vacation.
5: With a toddler.
0: With a toddler. We went to Morton's, and the table right next to us, they had two children, uh, one a little older and one about the same age as Fawn. They were from not only Minnesota and not only the metropolitan area, they were from Golden Valley, about a mile and a half from where we live. Weird. I mean, Isn't that that's crazy. Uh, that's quite a coincidence, I would say.
6: It is always,
0: but then I think they realized who I was, so they took off.
5: Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, once they realized who you were, they wouldn't look at us anymore.
0: Exactly. It was tough. No, but what a, I mean, uh, what a coincidence to have somebody what 1200 miles away sitting at the table right next to yours it's unbelievable oh,
5: we used to never ever see minnesotans or hear of minnesotans being over on this side but lately we have been oh, it's, it's true, true. They're yeah 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 and when you've yeah.
4: got uh, when you've got a week and a half of below zero weather i think you're going to see more minnesotans showing up
5: so oh, how yeah, long that, is it going to last oh, too
6: long already so yeah. the global warming thing it has to get cold before it gets warm That's right. Is is that how it works? You know, it's cold. It's all
5: part of it.
6: So it it gets cold before it gets warm.
4: Okay. Mm -hmm. Things are shifting, Yeah, Apparently. It's all science.
0: I don't remember, well, I haven't seen a huge temperature change anywhere since I was about five years old. So how many years is this going to take before we all drown? Well,
2: the average global temperature uh, in the past, I think it was like 70 years, has gone up one degree Celsius. So it's not exactly a rapid thing. So what the hell do I care
0: about five generations from now? That's their problem.
5: Thank you very much. It's enough to kill every polar bear.
0: All
2: the poor polar bears. Yeah, I
0: don't think that's true. Mm. But in any case, if Kim Jong-un's New Year's Day speech managed to warm South Korea, his stylist might deserve the praise. Kim chose to forego his usual navy and black suits and appeared in front of TV cameras in a light gray jacket and tie. Oh, trendy. The look, including rimmed glasses and slick haircut above the ears, was more modern than usual for the North Korean leader, who spoke of melting frozen North-South relations, but it was probably a political rather than a personal choice, with the New York Times noting South Korea is known for its attention to outward
2: appearances. Well, yeah. I didn't know that.
5: I didn't either. That's yeah. all
2: they ever do is make themselves try to look good and then yeah. fail. With cosmetic surgery. Oh,
5: why Jeez. Why do you say Fail. Well, they have yeah, a whole bunch nice. of,
2: they have like ghost cities where they build a city and then they'll install electric timers on the lights to make it look like people live there. But it's obvious that no one does, that kind of thing. Why did they do that? To make it look like they're prospering.
5: In North Korea? Yep. I didn't think they had any oh, money in for North that. Korea, kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. North Korea does that, yes. I thought, I thought China
5: had ghost cities.
2: China also does that.
5: Oh.
6: <laughs> That's because they built them and Why no one moved to... there.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, they, that's exactly right. Don't they have what 1.5 or 1.6 billion people in China?
2: Yeah, but a lot of them are very, very rural. Like oh, they, really? they don't live anything like yeah, modern life. I a thought, lot of them.
5: I thought they were fleeing to the cities.
2: Yeah, those who can afford it.
6: And and oh. but some of well, them displaced nice to the cities too. They've been displaced and they take over a the farm and they displace them. to, Here we're gonna give you a new place to live. Yeah, that's oh. or they
2: live in somewhere like Kowloon Walled City which is it has a population density of, let's see here.
0: I like Kowloon over on the, uh, on the uh, Minnesota, <laughs> University of Minnesota campus. That yeah. Kowloon is phenomenal. Over well, there in Stadium
3: Village, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, they're
4: saying it's that good. it's so cold in South Korea, it's probably going to affect the Winter Games. They don't have a dome over the um, uh, the Winter Olympic area, and it's so brutally cold that they can't, they just don't think it's going to be able to take place. And it's too really? late to build. Yeah, it's too late to build anything. You said too
6: late. No, I that, said too said late. Too no. You said too late. No. You did. You your said ears too late. You're so racist. Said, <laughs> no, you're the one, I'm just pointing out your your uh, your blatant anti uh, I don't know what you're talking Asian about. Asian kind of Not thing. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> Fa ra 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 ra. Way to go? So, so there oh, oh, so
4: there you go. Oh
5: god.
6: That's so
4: this is one of my <laughs> favorite scenes in Christmas story when they're all having the are dinner and the Chinese are so no funny. No doubt about it.
5: Deck the house with Bowser of hoary. <laughs> 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 That's
4: Real
0: nice. That's really nice. quoting it's a movie. Hilarious. Just quoting
4: a movie scene.
5: Yes.
0: That's all she's doing. There. Fragile. No
4: Must be Italian. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think it says Fregile.
4: fragile.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have a wonderful. That is a great movie. I heard that the live version of *The Christmas Story* was just dreadful. Yes. Because they did a live version on one of the networks. Well, was a musical. Oh, did you watch it, Mike? Uh, for well, like five minutes. It was minutes. a musical? Yeah, they turned it remember, into a remember musical. Remember
5: the Peter Pan? Peter Pan with the, what's his face? The oh, that was William. yeah, that was awful. I don't know why they keep doing those.
4: Well, it gets a lot is of the attention. The with Peter Pan one,
2: is the Peter Pan one the one where half the characters were like super gay?
5: A little bit. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, probably it's, like like Yeah, that. it's like, why change the characters? Welcome so much? to Offensive Radio to be honest, Hour. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like offending everybody. We're going to offend everyone. So bring I'll,
5: in the new year with.
6: All the fellows were queening out the whole time they were. They were there.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Boy, look at the time. Good, good, yeah.
5: We love the stage bro. Well
0: I think I think uh.
6: these live
4: musicals are taking off so much because look at the shows that are so popular. You've got singing competition shows and dancing competition yeah. shows that are constantly yeah. in the top ten T V viewership, That's right? That's true. So if you bring out these musical shows, you're going to kind of get that same I would guess that same culture that wants to watch those shows and see it live and doing something besides competing.
5: You could be right,
4: mm, Andy. I'm getting some reports.
0: You're that usually
5: are, wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> you could be right. I'm getting
0: some reports that our mic sounds scratchy. Scratchy? Well, tell
2: them to deal with it. But you know what's <laughs> weird about? Yeah, well. That's,
0: that's nice
5: engineering, kind of. right if they, there. If it
2: sounds good on your end, then it sounds good on everyone's end. So. Does it sound good on your end? Yeah, sounds good down or here. Is it scratchy. Yeah. Yeah, that that means it's most likely. Uh, whatever platform they're listening on.
0: Well, what's really interesting about that, though, is the KQ Morning Show, their
2: mic sound scratchy to me on this end.
5: Really? Hmm.
2: And I don't know why that is. Uh, but, well, that's that sounds like they probably have... They're sending you some bad audio. Those but multi- that wouldn't affect what they're sending out to the transmitters, so...
5: Those multi-million dollar studios?
2: Yeah. The yeah, multi-way. nothing ever goes wrong there.
5: No.
0: Yeah, well, there is that. You gotta... Uh, that's a good point <laughs> but yeah <get on. laughs> it all works out in the end I, I think I'm not sure uh what is this horror movies coming in 2018 trailers and release dates in a full list who whose idea was that this is a, I like this uh it's going to be hard to top uh oh. two thousand seventeen with its blockbuster horror titles it and get out did anybody do you guys see get out no no I didn't
5: i which, Which one either. was that? I don't think I that saw. That
2: was no, uh, that's one nobody unfunny saw. Funny guy, yeah. Okay. I guess everybody. Oh, get out! Yeah, that was the one with the a white family kidnapping black guys and killing oh. them or whatever
0: for body parts or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, What's well, that guy? The, the Key and Peele. They were not funny, and the, they had one funny bit in their entire careers.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the, they've done a couple of decent things, but it's mostly kind of mediocre.
0: Yeah, it's not very good. But uh, hey, that that movie was huge. The box office on Get Out was huge, but I don't know who went to see it. I have no idea.
5: College students, I'm yeah, guessing. So it Probably.
6: was. Oh, this is. It was a story about white people kidnapping black people. And well,
5: it was the premise was is that they were in uh, mixed-raced people, multicultural persons. Yeah. We're invited. <laughs> Thank you for to piecing it back up, Catherine. <laughs> Up in some lovely, lovely upstate New York facilities, and all of a sudden it turned ugly for the black people, apparently.
0: They were, they were, uh, apparently, they were culling body parts from the black people. I
2: guess I don't know. Wow, I had no. idea. From what I could tell, it's basically just like, look how bad white people are. The movie, yeah, it's exactly right.
6: I I can't believe this. What's
2: like? There's there's a scene where um, they're driving together, the black guy's in the passenger seat, and then um, a cop stops them and and says, "Let me see your identification." You know, to the black guy, even though he's not driving, and that scene doesn't go anywhere. It's just there to show, look how black people are treated.
6: What are they going to do Are they going to passing? Are they going to do one uh, where the, you know, the black women black men are always looking for the white women? What, what the what hmm. in a, what was Dave already did that no but that that's, that's well, that was in blazing saddles it was just it's just stupid this is stupid I can't believe funny. that yeah. they would put something like that what does that do for any kind of relations and building some understanding yeah, kind of well you'd have to
4: look at Going who's, who's the, producing the movie as well if it's coming from the, right now there's been a, um, a contingent that they've done some of these horror movies geared more towards urban cultures because it's always the same right. routine with the white culture horror movies. So if it I, it may have been backed by a black contingent that was making this movie and like, oh you know so if
2: black people right, it might be trying to, to be appeal anti-white. to them,
4: no, it doesn't, but I'm sa- that's what I'm saying is it, it? it may be that they're trying to uh, you know they're playing upon the fears of the culture that they're that they're trying to bring into the theater. You try to scare people with what scares them, right?
6: Pandering, Not that I'm saying it's okay. pandering to, to a
4: company. race. No. Well,
6: yeah, that's exactly what it is. Pandering to a, oh, come on, in, we're going to show well, you what sure, you but believe in.
4: But that's been the way it's been forever. I mean, it, we all pander to our beliefs and and that's seen mostly in entertainment culture.
2: Man. It's by uh well, one of the it was produced by like three companies somehow. One of them being the company that did um The Purge and Paranormal Activity. So, just
4: Okay, so horror. Blumhouse, right?
2: Generic Yes, exactly. And then the other one, there was QC, who doesn't even have a page, so I don't know what their deal is. And then Monkey Paw, which is Jordan Peele's own production company. See? Key and Peele, Keanu, and Get Out.
4: Yeah, I'm willing to believe that that's what it was. Now, was it also meant to be a satirical horror
2: movie? I don't know.
4: Having not seen it, I'm not sure. divided
2: on whether or not it is or isn't.
4: How's it looking on Rotten Tomatoes?
2: Uh, they seem to have a so pretty they good loved one. it. They did? Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes yes, loved it. Yes, everyone movie. loves it. Yep. Huh. They absolutely love it. I, I did not see it. One of ten films to earn a 99%. That's. Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah people loved it. They thought it was
2: one. Well, it's because the white people are all saying, look, look, I'm not racist. Look.
0: <laughs> mm, that's pretty much true. It's isn't
2: it? uh, classified as a horror thriller, so not a comedy or a satire. So. Mm. Yeah, it's basically White guilt. the movie.
0: This is interesting. They're making a movie that comes out uh, uh, in January, I think. I mean, I it doesn't really say. The Slender Man Internet Horror oh Story. God. Yes.
5: Isn't that the thing that the girls just went to jail yep. for? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So
0: I don't know how make it a movie about. I, let's. Yeah, that's a little weird. That's a little odd to me, Uh, whatever. It's going to be hard to top 2017 with its blockbusters horror titles, uh, It and Get Out, but a quick look at the 2018 lineup makes it clear moviegoers who love a scare won't be disappointed in the new year. From franchise prequels to sequels and originals, here's what scary movies you can expect to see released in theaters over the next 12 months. Insidious, The Last Key, that comes out this Friday. Uh, Parapsychologist Dr. Elise Renier, is no stranger to the supernatural, but things take a more personal turn when the haunting she's facing is taking place in her family's home. I thought they all did.
4: No, they, they. She was the, the first two were following the the one guy, and I can't remember his name, but he's in like all of those Blumhouse Ghost House production films. Um, he's oh, the Patrick. guy. Yeah, uh, he's the. Yeah, what the heck uh, is his name? He plays uh, uh, Ed Warren in the Conjuring movies. Uh, so it followed those, right. the th- and I didn't care too much for those. The third movie was a prequel. T- telling the story of the woman, the old woman that helps him out, and that was really right. well done. So it's one of those weird deals where, as the movies progress, they're getting better. So I'm actually looking forward to this one. The commercials look really solid on this one as a horror movie.
0: They do. Oh, so you've seen the commercials? Oh yeah, yeah. For Insidious, The Last Key. Yes.
5: I have, we haven't seen any of those. I, I don't remember seeing it either.
0: I don't know why that is. In February, on February second, Alex's birthday. As a matter of fact. Uh, Helen Mirren plays Sarah Winchester, a widow who is convinced her seven-story, under never-ending construction home is haunted. The movie is based off the real Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, California. That is actually the the Rifle family, right? The Winchesters. Yes. Oh,
5: really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and isn't she the one that built stairways to nowhere, like staircases to nowhere, and all that? Yeah,
4: she was told that That's her, uh, the psychics were. Telling them that the, the the people that all the guns had killed were uh, were angry, and she had to keep building the house to sate them.
0: <laughs> That's what I hear.
5: Let's we'll be it. right back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. As a locally owned community bank, we pride ourselves on individually crafted financial solutions and quick response times. HB Elevators, a Minneapolis manufacturer known worldwide for custom elevator designs, had an option to buy their headquarters. We stepped in to get the deal done with SBA and Urban Initiative Financing. See an opportunity too good to pass up? Stop in. We'll make it happen north american banking company a
2: better banking experience member fdic and equal housing lender
0: tom bernard here for whiting clinic lasik and eye care lasik changed my life dr david whiting changed my life he can get rid of those contacts get rid of those glasses and truly change your life he's performed over one hundred thousand lasik procedures so there's no one else around who can compare let me tell you if you're thinking about having your eyes corrected Check out Dr. Whiting and the folks over at Whiting Clinic. They've got the most advanced lasers, they've got the most experience, and they've got the best price guaranteed. All the reasons you'd choose Whiting Clinic for your LASIK vision correction. Make this year the year that you get LASIK from Dr. David Whiting. Schedule your free LASIK exam at whitingclinic.com and please tell them I sent you. That's whitingclinic.com to take the first step in having clear, lens-free vision at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, going through some of the movies that are coming out. Actually, I did, I went through the list kind of quickly, and it doesn't look too good to me. Uh, Cloverfield movie. They already had a Cloverfield movie. What... So what's this now?
4: Well, they've Let's done two what? Cloverfield movies. They did the original Cloverfield, right. which was kind of a, a takeoff on a Godzilla movie with uh, that uh, lost footage feel, and then they did that Cloverfield mm-hmm. Lane, which was really good. Did you get a chance to see that one? I did not. That had John Goodman, and it was a really interesting movie.
0: Uh, oh yeah, he's a good guy. Right,
4: very claustrophobic, interesting flick, and and you don't, you know, they lead you down this one path of what's going on, and then at the end they kind of surprise you with where it's going from there and then yeah i'm interested to see what they do with the third movie but i like that kind of weird stuff and i like when they turn it on their head
6: well how many uh series are there how many franchises horror franchises are there
4: well they keep adding to them so it depends yeah the insidious sinister conjuring uh then you've got the cloverfield series you've got pacific rim has got their sequel coming out soon um but that's not really horror that's more like giant monster movie stuff right Cloverfield movie, which comes out on February second
0: also. The film will follow a group of astronauts who come across a terrifying discovery while aboard a spacecraft. Sounds like Twilight Zone. Alien. Yeah. yeah. Very Twilight Zone. Yeah. Annihilation on February twenty third, when a biologist's husband returns from duty injured, unable to speak about the danger he faced. She decides to sign up for the same otherworldly mission to discover the truth. Natalie Portman, Oscar Isaac, and Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee, where has she been?
4: I don't know.
6: I haven't seen her in a long time. (laughs) Maybe she wasn't getting harassed. That
0: might have been.
4: She got blackballed for a while for not giving in. Careful. That's what what they call it. That's what they call it. Well, a lot of these actresses, like Daryl Hannah and, uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember the list I just read. A bunch of them vanished because they weren't playing the game. Really? Right. And there's a couple of these. Like, Peter Jackson even came out and said, you know, oh, I think it was like Daryl Hannah and um, uh, Naomi Judd. Not Naomi. Is that she, who's the actress, uh, Judd? Ashley Judd. Yeah. Ashley yeah. Judd,
3: yeah.
4: Both of them came forward and said that they rebuked his uh, Weinstein's advances, and Peter Jackson was told by the Weinstein company, they are hard to work with, do not hire them, do not bring them in, because he wanted to use them both in the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogies.
5: What a pig. There you go.
4: So it could be that Jennifer yeah, Jason Leigh didn't play the game, and that's why she vanished. But she was also kind of a quirky... I don't know, she just always came off in interviews like she was a little kind of out there, too. So it could just be that she, yeah. you know... Well,
3: let's not forget, Daryl Hannah
4: thinks that Neil Young is attractive, so... Somebody has to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're right, somebody has to. Yeah, no question. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you going to do? I uh, Yeah, there are a whole bunch. There's a, one called a, a Quiet Place, A Family, of uh, Four Living in the Woods Must Live Out Their Lives... In complete silence, are face the wrath of an unknown threat that tracks them by their sound. John Krasinski stars and directs. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, there's another purge coming out. Speaking of serials, mm-hmm. how many purges? It's exactly the same movie. They cost
2: five dollars to make. Yeah, no, and, no, and he's like,
4: got it. So. You do these movies, and that's what's funny with the horror genre. You will find these horrible, horrible like z-level horror movies and i I have friends here in the twin cities that star in a lot of them and i'm like why do you keep doing this you make very little money they're like yeah but i can make five grand doing a movie i have fun acting and i said but you're you're so much better acting i've seen you act in these movies and they're like oh yeah well these go overseas and they like it to be campy and dumb and show boobs and that's why they keep doing these movies as long as it's campy silly and Full of flesh. The the foreign market will buy horror movies like crazy and these guys can make millions. And they get craft services. Yeah, there's
6: craft they services. They get craft to, services, yeah. so a lot to be said for that. As <laughs> much gum as you
0: want to oh, chew.
5: Renews renews my faith in humanity right there. Yeah, yeah.
6: absolutely. Yeah.
0: On October nineteenth, Halloween will come out. Jamie Lee Curtis reprises her role of Lori Strode to come face to face with killer Michael Myers for the last time.
4: Well so the the said. third last time. Yeah, the third one. She, she, she was supposed to be done with them after Halloween 2. Then they brought her back for H2O, where right. she had been supposedly in hiding for all these years. But I guess by changing her name, Michael couldn't find her in the yellow pages. And then she came <laughs> back in the next movie, Resurrection, and, and was killed off at the beginning. But now they're rebooting this, so this is actually going to take place after Halloween 2. No,
6: this will be a dream. Yeah. This will be well. a dream sequence. This whole movie will be a dream sequence. Yeah. Maybe it'll back. be musical. Dream. We
4: can see Halloween the musical on TV next year. Yeah. Well, Andy, this would be a nice thing for your
0: birthday on October 26th, Andy's birthday. Overlord, American paratroopers discover a Nazi village may be running more than just a military operation. Uh, There's so go, a Nazi movie going up. There's your Nazi birthday, horror movie. movie. Yeah, what do you think
6: of that? I just remember all the true detective uh, magazines when I was a kid. When I was ten or eleven or right. twelve, you go to the magazine and it always had some Nazi on the front cover with a hammer trying to kill a young, you know, young half-dressed woman. Yeah,
4: Nazi or the Russians?
6: <laughs> no, it was, it was only always Nazi. We weren't into the Cold War yet. It wasn't the Russians yet. I'd matured you between. Know the about.
4: All
0: right. You guys know anything about this uh, this uh, royal family? I don't know if she's a princess or she's related somehow. There's a woman, and she's had to apologize for this kind of behavior before. But she wore an anti-black person brooch on her dress when Meghan Markle was invited. Wow, well,
5: that sounds it was, like it, fake. It was oh, no. no, no. It, it was wasn't not. an anti-black person brooch. It was an it was an antique brooch that was of an African slave.
0: It's called a blackamoor.
5: Blackamoor, yeah. Blackamoor. Mm-hmm.
0: But she's had to apologize about things she said about black people before. Yeah,
5: it wasn't appropriate for her to wear it around. What? <laughs> Did, did, she she do did, that? did she? Was it appropriate well,
4: to wear? Well, did she know what it was, well, what it represented? Well, was she trying to get a better public view? So she's like, I'll wear a brooch uh, featuring a black person, and that'll show that I'm endearing myself to them, and didn't have an idea of what the historical relevance of. It
5: well, was. maybe she's so out of touch she might think that. It i
2: Definitely don't know. wasn't a slave because mm-hmm. the uh, slave, quote unquote, is wearing a gold crown and gold vestments, so that's one rich slave. So well, what's, oh. well, I think it's fake news. Surprise! It's
0: not fake news. She it's all. She did wear over. it.
2: No, it's she, not a slave. Is the thing? It's just. It's just a black person wearing a bunch of gold. Well, she had to. She had to apologize for it. I that's know. That's because people are saying she wore was like wearing a slave, and that's not true. But people don't care about that. What is that all about? Why do? Why is it, do you think... People uh, like to be angry. Uh, they love to be angry, but they love to hate
0: other people. It's gone beyond, I don't like you to I just flat out hate
5: you. Well, you have to remember the royal family. Um, princess Diana, I think, had some royal blood in her, right? Well,
2: She was a princess, so but, she well, have well, to. But, but, but,
5: but, you know, in was the last gen- generation, they're marrying people that are considered to be commoners, and then to bring... <sighs> a black Amer- half black american how? into the fold. Oh, the american hilarious. part is probably just as insulting as anything to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, it's that. just it, it's a big deal to them and I don't know how much longer the monarchy is yeah. going to be able to hold on to their uh, oh, hemophilia. I don't know. They gonna don't gonna really able, have a how, What's it called over there?
6: How much longer are they going to be able to hold on to their hemophilia from uh, inbre- inbreeding and uh, limited genetic pool. Yeah, really. You know, it's be terrible. <laughs> Yeah, it does
0: happen. <laughs> yeah, what well, is terrible? We're going we after did. everybody today. <laughs> Everybody's getting it today. I have noticed that. I don't know why people are, are I don't know.
5: Because we've had to be nice for a week.
6: Well, oh, that's true. We had to be... Ste- <laughs>
5: <Catherine, seasoned.
3: laughs> it's you're usually the lighter. voice of
4: reason, and that just came out really weird. Yeah, I, I, I would, we had to be nice for a week.
6: The, the, I had too, let's, let's just get it right out there. I had too much for socialization over that Christmas holiday. It was too much, and I'm, I'm sick of it, so it's all coming out now. I'm acting out.
5: Exactly. Exactly. Done.
2: <laughs> the princess we're talking about is uh, Princess Michael of Kent. I guess Michael's a female name in Kent. Yes. Oh yeah. Um and I think she's just um so out of touch with anything that isn't royal that she doesn't quite understand how the world works. Oh really? Because when she went to Africa, she dyed her hair black and told everybody she was African even though she was like white and had blue <laughs> eyes mm-hmm. and she thought that would make her, you know, fit in and oh, my God. Everyone, I'm a local, but obviously she wasn't. So I think I think she's just like you know she grew up in a palace her whole life and what, doesn't really get it.
5: What's her title? Princess. She's a princess by Look, birth or by marriage? Or? I don't know. Huh?
2: By fiat. What's her name? She's, she's th- a princess by fiat. Michael. Princess Michael of Kent.
5: She sounds a little bit cuckoo. Yeah, just
0: a little. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, I'm pretty sure she's also. Yeah. Just she's. I think she's just a weirdo, as all.
5: Yeah.
0: Listen, we have to deal with this disaster. I feel so sorry for Mariah Carey, <laughs> the horrendous disaster. What, they gotta, they're going to have to do something for this woman. It's just, did you hear the horrible thing that happened to her?
6: No, what was what? Well. What could it? What could it have been?
0: Mariah Carey's performance on ABC's New Year's Eve broadcast Sunday was meant to redeem the singer from last year's mess, but it wasn't nearly as hot as the tea she had to go out without. Wearing a sparkly nude dress and white fur coat, the 47-year-old sang perfectly acceptable renditions, a vision of love. It says perfectly acceptable, not good. It just says perfectly acceptable. And a hero in Times Square Uh, Yet it was what she said between the songs that stole most of the attention per the Los Angeles Times. I just want to take a sip of the tea if they'll let me, she said during uh, turning to find no tea on the stage. They told me there would be tea. Oh, that's a disaster. Aren't we a diva? (laughs) Because they didn't have a hot cup of tea for her. It was a disaster. (laughs) Oh, I I think it's better.
4: I thought it was funny that uh, Ryan uh, Seacrest addressed afterwards when they did the countdown. uh, He had Mariah on stage, and he, he goes, you know, after last year thank you for coming back and giving us another chance and blah, blah, blah. And, and I just thought it was so, such a weird pandering. But now I know the backstory that apparently he had to make good on even the, the missing tea for this year.
6: Oh, the, this, it would if it, it would have been – she would have had the tea there. It would have, If it wouldn't have been that, it would have been the wrong kind. I want a chamomile. I didn't want English breakfast. It would have been on and on and on. And on. No. How many times has this woman been married?
5: I don't know. More importantly, why is she still to relevant?
6: Mettola.
4: I think twice because yeah, well, she was, like, exactly. She was married to the guy who, what, America's Got Talent, Nick Cannon. Yeah, that's uh, right. And oh, then she right. was engaged to uh, some rich guy, some billionaire who dumped her. That was the reason oh, she could right. not was, sing the Christmas song last year. I just think it's because she Australian can't sing. Yeah, well. You know, it's funny, too. When they were, I don't know, did you guys watch any of the countdowns, or were you? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. They, they, go, they cut away after the, um, the New York Times, on then they shot us over to Vegas, and we got to see Britney Spears do uh, Toxic. And it's so obvious that she's lip-syncing. I can't believe people are paying 150 bucks a ticket to see her in Vegas lip-sync. But I guess it is what it is. Wow. And you can't deny it. Because there's no way a woman or anyone could move like she's moving and not be going, Don't you know that well, it's toxic? And she's whipping her head and her say. hair. Yeah, it, it's got to be. That's, but I think Mariah that, that, is getting a lot of help, too. Yeah,
5: They say that a lot of the... Of the performers that have a lot of dance moves, have to really have lip sync uh-huh. because there's just too much dancing, and they just couldn't. Right, which I understand to a
4: degree, time. but it's kind of like I, I came to hear my favorite singer; I didn't come to see my favorite singer dance. Yeah,
0: isn't her deal over now in Vegas? She did four years in Vegas, but I think her deal ended on the thirty-first, didn't it? I don't know.
5: Mariah?
4: No, uh, Brittany. Brittany.
0: Britney Spears. Oh, I didn't,
2: uh. I didn't even know she had a thing.
3: Yeah, she's been <laughs> she
2: at uh, the. Was years.
4: it like the Mirage or something like that? Hmm. Something like Maybe. that. Yeah. Caesars, yeah, she's at one, one of, of the those. big big places. She was well, for quite a while.
6: Well, Lady Gaga's going in there now. She yeah, she, si- right. she oh, signed the deal. God. Yeah, oh. yeah, she did. Right? I like how Is you're it? up on your Gaga news, Ralph.
4: Yeah, well, I like the meat yeah, dress, to go, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the meat dress. Uh, so here's her
0: entire statement. Okay. They told me there would be tea. Oh, it's a disaster. Okay. Well, we'll just have to rough it. I'm going to be like everybody else. No hot
2: tea. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I bet that played well on Twitter.
2: You know what? I bet they worshipped her anyway because that's what they do on Twitter.
5: Well, yeah, I wonder, you know, you got to
4: give her a little bit, though. I mean, she's out there dressed uh, for entertainment. She's not dressed for warmth. She's out there, and as a, you know, Tom, being somebody who's vocal and has to do this show, if your voice is too cold, man, it can suck, or if, or if you've got the wrong thing yeah. going. So the hot tea probably opens up the vocal cords. She wants to sing the best she can so she doesn't sound like last year. So I, I kind of understand her you know, thinking.
6: You're standing up for
4: I I am because I think as an entertainer, if you're gonna get out here and you made last year was a horrible mess and she's getting out there this year. I don't I actually can't stand her. I think she's one of the most over her and Barbara Streisand, ooh, here comes the hate mail. I think are just two of the most overplayed musicians in the world.
2: Oh. Pretty enormous, fluffy dress. So I mean, in she can't st- have been that tall. Fur coat, well, yeah. whatever it is. It's, it's, a fur coat, it's yeah. very, very warm looking. It's faux so fur. I think she was all right in that regard. Um,
0: Carrie finished the set without issue, singing live, but leaving too little space for the free-willing attitude that truly distinguishes her. <laughs> t- so, in other words, she got horrible
2: reviews
3: again.
0: Yeah, Mariah, let it go. It's, uh, it's just not for you. Uh, no. I'm sorry. It's just not for you.
3: <laughs> no. Right. This right, is no just not for you. No. It's just
0: not for you. Just give it up. Stop it. Don't do it. Just get away from it. Get away from the microphones. as a matter of fact. I, I, but I agree with you guys. I, I just I don't understand why people could even care less about uh, what this woman does. Who cares? Teenagers love her.
5: Does she still, still has one of the best Christmas albums, I think. I think her Christmas album was that great. That is a good song. Really good. That's
0: true. That is a good song. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, amid painful sex misconduct inquiry, New York City ballet chief retires. What is this guy a thousand? We talked about this earlier, but uh, Martin said he could. He had uh, fully cooperated in the investigation. I believe its findings would have vindicated me. He wrote in his letter to the board. He said that to bring an end to his dis- this disruption, which has enveloped the ballet and the school, however, he had decided it was time for him to retire. Board Chairman Charles Scharf heaped praise on Martins for his work, but said the investigation would continue. We'll be right back. We have a special guest coming up next, don't we, Dave? Yes, we do. Special guest right after this, Tom Bernard Show. My pillow is the holiday gift that keeps on giving. Long after the bath and body soaps have washed down the drain and the new treadmill has been turned into a clothes rack, your My Pillow gift will be guaranteeing your friends and family a great night's sleep. Buy one MyPillow and get one free online with my code KQRS or call my special offer number at 800-694-2056. Buy one, get one at MyPillow.com, keyword KQRS, or call 800-694-2056. Listen to this. I need some hot
6: tea. <laughs> <laughs> well, that you don't have any, Tom. I'm sorry. Tea. There's no hot tea.
0: I need I need hot listening tea. <laughs> is what I need right now. I- it started with a scathing New York Times review, followed by pushback from the celebrity chef in the hot seat. And now the saga is ending with a high-profile restaurant closure. The AP reports that Guy Fieri's Times Square eatery, Guy's American Kitchen and Bar, has closed down for good. Serving up its last dishes to the general public on Saturday, a private event that was held there. Oh, all private event was held on New Year's Eve, though. Guy Fieri didn't offer an explanation for the shuttering of what the Washington Post calls the most mocked restaurant in America... <laughs> Which opened in 2012 and was instantly subjected to criticism from Yelp reviewers, follow, uh, fellow celebrity chef Anthony Bourdain and Peter Wells, who penned the now infamous review that asked, Guy Fieri, have you eaten at your new restaurant in Times Square? <laughs> 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 Did anybody ever eat there?
6: No, no I, didn't. Oh, I
0: didn't either. I haven't either, so I don't know what to. Oh, my God. Despite Wells' Roast, the restaurant made a chunk of change, bringing in more than $16 million a year. In New York City, wow. $16 million a year is not that much money, though.
5: Well, it sounds like it to me. Do Does we hold? have
2: Bill on hold?
4: Yeah, he's he's going to be with
0: us in oh, a second.
2: Oh, calling right now. Yep. Okay. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, in a second, yeah. just you, wanted to make sure. Do
4: you know what restaurant blew up last year in Vegas when we were there for Super Bowl? T- oh, Tom? <clears> Tom? <throat> White Castle opened up on the Strip. Oh, well, they I sold out. That. They sold out a week's worth of food. I think it was in like eight yes. or twelve hours, and they had to shutter. That. They they had to shutter the place for the next week. They were open for one uh, day.
6: You know. You know why that is?
4: And had to yeah, because everybody's <laughs> up schweelin. And there's no, nothing better no, than a I, white castle. No,
6: they just legalized. They just went legal. So, oh
4: well, it's ah, drinking food too, though, Ralph. It Vegas. is drinking
6: food. It's, oh, I would. I'm not sorry. I wouldn't know that. Oh, you're just a puff puff pass kind of guy. Well.
4: Not
3: even that.
0: My, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what you. Not are. even that. One of my favorite, one of my favorite things of all time was when, when I was about, so oh, I guess 22, 23, something like that. A friend of mine who was from Pipestone, Minnesota, had never had White Castle, and it's like two o'clock in the morning. we would both been up shweeling. He said, "Okay." I said, "Okay, we'll go to White Castle." So uh, this is back in the days before we knew better than to drive after drinking. Like I said, I was like twenty two years old. Uh, So I drove over to the one on Blaisdell and Lake Street. And I said, okay, well, I can't find a place to park, so you just go ahead and run in, place our order. I'll find a place to park down the block, and then I will come in. I walk in, and there are three guys surrounding him saying, hey, hey man, I want to try your jacket on. That's a great jacket. Let me see that jacket. And my friend starts taking his jacket off. I said, put your jacket back on. And they look at me. What's the problem? I said, I'm just telling you, keep your jacket on. And you three hit the road okay so oh, I, I turned to my friend and i said i'm gonna go get the car i'm gonna drive up to this back door whether you got the food or not you need to come out and get in the car and that's all there is to it so oh, i go get the car i drive up i open the passenger side door and these three guys chased him all the way to the
5: car was it a members only jacket
0: those were doors, all the rage
5: they were. But uh, these
0: guys were going to steal his jacket and everything in his jacket. But he's from Pipestone. He had no idea.
4: Minnesota nice, another,
0: huh?
3: Yeah, sure not guys.
0: It's another magnificent. Uh, see, I love White Castle. I absolutely love White Castle. Uh, Scott Jameson had it brought in for our Christmas party uh, just before we broke for the holiday. And everybody just loved it. Uh, Doug Sprintall was there, as a matter of fact, that day. Everybody's so, had a wonderful time eating White Castle.
4: We have Bill on line one.
0: He's ready to go? Yep. Bill, have you ever had your jacket stolen from White Hello? Castle? Hello. Hey,
3: Bill, he can you hear us? Hear yeah, there you are.
4: Hey, Bill, welcome to the show. Can you hear Tom? Hey.
3: Yeah, I don't think you can I hear I can't me. hear Tom. I can hear you. Hold on.
4: Well, we've got Bill Ingvall, nonetheless, is Go with ahead, us. He's the host of Bill Ingvall's My Two Cents podcast. You can hear over on Podcast One. He's also going to be here in the Twin Cities, well, in the Minnesota area, performing in April on April 14th at Grand Casino Mille Lacs in Anomia, Minnesota. Uh, Tom, is a connection made for you two now? I'm well, open.
2: It'll just take a second. All
4: right. He's gonna well, Bill, I, I want to thank you very much for joining us and spending some time. We've got a little hiccups. Tom's out in another yeah, state. Yeah, you know,
3: yeah. We, we, could put a, we could put a man on the moon, supposedly, and we can have AI and all that, but we can't get a phone connection, so there you go.
4: Yeah, <laughs> phone connection, phone <laughs> connection. Yeah, it's uh, a fun time, so it's, it's great talking to you again, Bill, and, and having you join us. Thank you for uh, being here. So you're going to be here in April. You were smart enough to miss the Minnesota cold.
3: Well, you know, we live in Park City, so uh, I'm kind of used to it, but that Minnesota cold, is a, that's a whole different pay grade there. Uh, that's, uh, that, that gets serious cold. But yet, you will always still find the one guy walking around with no shirt on. I, that I don't get. <laughs> no, that's Green Bay.
4: Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> that's,
3: that's How are we great. doing now?
0: How are we doing? You got it?
4: Tom, can you Very hear Tom loud. now?
0: No, okay. Hi, Bill. Hey Tom, how Here
4: are
5: we you? Can. Oh, we can. No, we
4: actually, actually, Bill, you've been on. I
0: do a morning show as well in, in Minneapolis, the KQRS morning show, and you've been on it many times. And I've always had a ball talking to you because you're you kind of straight ahead and down to earth, and you know it is what it is. Like you said, but, there's always some you know, guys walking around. With, what?
3: That's the way I've always been. You know, I, I, you know, I could never. Thank God, I never had a, like a caricature that I did on stage because A, I'm not smart enough to switch back and forth. Uh, it'd be, it's tough enough being me without adding another personality
4: <laughs> so. is it hard to do well, I mean so you I was, do such an amazing job with your comedy too and one of the reasons you're my favorite uh, one of my favorite comedians out there is because I can watch you with my family and we can enjoy it I don't have to worry about explaining what every other word means or why you're saying the words you're saying uh, is it is it hard in today's society to remain clean and constantly have as much good material as you do
3: well I, yeah I think it is uh, you know I I always said, that the, I told my friends, the last show I ever do, I'll say whatever I want on stage, and they all buy they front road tickets, but <laughs> I, you know what, it would probably last about 30 seconds, and then I would be like, this isn't me, you know, uh, is, listen, I love a good, dirty joke as much as the next guy, but, you know, I always try to write my show as, like you said, if your family, or if my family was sitting there, and I just find that, you know, <clears throat> we good Lord, we're we're inundated with bad news all day long, so... I just want when people come to my show, I want them to just walk away going, you know, all right, life's not that bad. I had good laughs, and uh, I'm going to get back in the real world now, and hopefully I can help people adjust to it a little bit better.
0: Is it harder now, Bill, because I've been talking to comedians for 32 years now on that morning show, and for about five years, almost six years on this show, and a lot of the comedians that come in and appear at Acme, which is one of the great comedy clubs in the country, right. and there's, there are several in town. But a lot of them are, t- are telling me that it's getting harder and harder because everybody is offended by everything. But Iraq really isn't like that in any case. But a lot of these people are really suffering because everybody is offended by every word you say.
3: Well, you, I, you know what, that they have a very valid point there. But I tell the audience right up front, look, I'm not PC, and I don't apologize for that. I'm not a jerk, but if you're being one, I'm going to call you out on one. But I, I do think it's – I had a, a true story. I had a guy in my show one night who was wearing a god-awful shirt. I mean, it's one of those shirts that <laughs> if you saw in the store, you would go, who buys that? And you go, oh, that guy buys it. So right. I was kind of, you know, in a nice way, kind of making fun of his shirt playfully. And, like, a week later, I got a post on my Facebook, uh, which I shouldn't read these things, but I do. Uh, he said, I was at your show. He goes, I just think you should know that I kind of hurt my feelings that you were making fun of my shirt. And I thought, oh my God. And so I wrote oh. back and I said, look, I'm really sorry your feelings were hurt about making fun of your shirt, but if that hurts your feelings, you really don't want to know what I thought about your haircut. <laughs> you know, so it was just like... <laughs> you know, it's just See, tough enough. You know, it's like, remember, remember the old, I <laughs> remember my dad always had a great phrase, like, he would always say, "Suck it up. You know, it's like, I think that these in this day and age, we have become so uber sensitive about everything. But, I, you know, I try to write my material that, you know, it'd it be tough to get offended by it uh, just because I try to find stuff that, you know, my theory is we all do the same stuff. It's just with different accents. Uh, and so, like, <laughs> yeah, like a, right. uh, one of the stories I'm doing right now on my show is, you know, as a comedian, as the kind of guy I am, uh, you know, I always try to find fun things to do. So, like, uh, where we live, there's like a 20-acre plot of woods behind our house. And my neighbor, Luke, who lives right next door, puts a game camera out there, and he takes pictures of the deer and elk and whatever that walks through, and he posts it on his Facebook page. So I thought one night it'd be funny if I got a Bigfoot outfit and walked in front of his game camera. <laughs> now, <laughs> I know, right? So, but what you have to understand about me is if when I get an idea, I don't really think it through. I just kind of roll with it. So I ran down to the costume shop, and they didn't have a Bigfoot outfit. But they had a movie quality Batman outfit, and I thought this is even this is a sign from God. This is even better. <laughs> so I go and I buy this thing. Had everything: the cape, the shorts, the leotards, the boots, the belt, the mask, everything. So I buy this outfit, and so uh, and I wanted to do it at night, so the picture was kind of grainy. So it gets dark, and I get out in the woods, and the thought occurs to me: I don't really know where Luke's game camera is. So, well, now, now I'm just a grown man dressed like Batman in the woods at 10:30 at night. This is a news story waiting to happen. And so, was it? I kind of start freaking out. You know, when you get in the woods and it's dark and you start hearing noises and your mind starts playing. Like I'm thinking, oh my god, what if I get killed by a pack of wolves or a mountain lion gets me or whatever? You know, what kind of story are they going to tell my kids? You know, hey, we found your dad dead in the woods. Uh, We've ruled out suicide, and we ruled out a hunting accident, <laughs> sure. but he was wearing a Batman outfit. <laughs> so thank God, in all this uh, panic, <laughs> some sanity creeped into my brain. I remembered as a Boy Scout, they always told us, if you ever lost in the woods, just walk in a straight line. Don't wander. Just pick a path, and, and you'll eventually hit a road or a fence or whatever. So I start walking in a straight line, and I pop out of the woods, but now I'm in another neighborhood I've never seen before. And every house is dark but one. So I walk up to this guy's back door, and I knock on his back door, and he answers the door, and I said, look, I'm not insane. I'm not a crazy person. He goes, no, no. He said, you're just a grown man dressed like Batman at my back door at midnight. And I said, look, my, I, I tried to explain it. I like, oh, look, my neighbor put the game camera out in the woods, and I thought it would be funny to get in a Bigfoot outfit, but they didn't have a Bigfoot outfit, but they found this cool movie-quality Batman outfit. And then I got in the woods, and I panicked, and I don't know where I am, and I, and I just need to use your phone to call my wife. And he, he looked at me, and he said, if you're brave enough, there's the phone. <laughs> so.
0: I think it's a wonderful thing.
4: <laughs> Bill, you need but to I'm wear always that.
3: Do, I'm always doing stuff like that.
4: When we go ghost hunting, I want you to wear the movie quality Batman costume through the entire ghost hunt.
3: Oh, dude, I still want to go on this ghost hunt. I listen. I would, uh, I would dress like Cindy Lauper, but then they might think I was one of the ghosts. But <laughs> it's, you know, the, I am fascinated by the paranormal. Uh, you know, I say that as I'm laying here on my couch in its daytime, right. but uh, you know, it's. I want to I do this because I, was, I either want to say, okay, it's real, or I did it and, you know, really nothing happened.
4: Well, Tom, uh, and, his, Tom and his wife want to go up to the Palmer House Hotel up in Sauk Center, Minnesota, yes. which is really haunted. We should have you come up, Bill, and we'll, uh, we'll do an investigation together. I'll take you into some of the creepiest parts of the hotel. And, uh, yeah, I, like I said, we've had weird experiences every time we've been there.
3: Now, okay, so let me ask you this, mm-hmm. because I have, I have questions. Uh, if ghosts or spirits or whatever their PC term is these days—I don't know—you know, you know live-challenged beings <laughs> or whatever it is—yeah, um, the the uh, there's supposedly the spirits. So, how do they make walking noises?
4: Well, that's the magic of it. We don't know. I mean, I, I don't understand what's creating most of this stuff, but most of it's coming from a magnetic frequency. That's why we're able to record right. it. And, and so do you them. have
3: all the little machines and I all that, that that they say, oh, look, he said hello, and I'm like, what? Yep,
4: yep. And, you know, <laughs> We've got it all. I'm not just going to take you guys in with a magic eight ball and an Etch-A-Sketch and hope something happens. I gotta,
3: <laughs> Hey, I'd, it. I'd be all in on that, too, by the way. The, uh... <laughs> well, that'd
4: be great. Yeah, that's good. Well,
0: but yeah, that's good. I, mean, listen, I mean, Bill, you're I li- easily I knew. don't
3: debunk it. I, you know, listen. it. Tom, as, as, you, as, you, as you and I talked on the podcast, I don't poo-poo anything just because I don't know about it. You're know, like there's like, uh, I find it really hard to believe that in this gigantic universe that we're the only it's pretty egotistical, I think we're the only living beings. I think, uh, mm, right. you know, if you've met my mother-in-law, you would say, yes, you're right. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> but nice. yeah, but you know, there was a great line in men in black about aliens and they said, Oh, they're here and we know they're here, but we can't tell the general public cause they'd freak out and every redneck in the world would be shooting anything that looked weird. Uh, So, you know, I I, I, listen, I'm I'm up for it. I I think it'd be cool. Uh, There's a good chance I could act like a little girl during the thing and scream a lot. But, you know, hey, you know, as long as the camera's not rolling, I don't care.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, we'll do it without camera and game cameras uh, just to make you more comfortable.
0: I will tell you this, uh, Bill, when I was uh, working at Capitol Records many, many years ago, and I'm a pretty big guy, but... That's no excuse. We're going through a haunted house at Halloween, and the vice president of Capitol Records got so scared, he hopped into my arms like a little baby. It was unbelievable.
3: Okay, Okay, good. So at least the bar's been set.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the bar's been set. So that's exactly my point. The bar's been set. You're good to go. Everything's good to go. It's magnificent. I probably
3: wouldn't hop into your arms, but there's a good chance I might run right into a wall, uh, just not paying attention, you know, like freaked out and run into a door jam or whatever. Uh, But, yeah, I mean... Listen, there was some. There's, there's been some freaky stuff, you know, and uh, it'd be, it'd be kind of cool uh, to say, yeah, I, I was there. And, and by the way, we would be filming because I would be filming because I, you know, my fans would probably a love to see me in a haunted Hal hotel or mansion, whatever. The yeah, I think it'd All be cool. Right, so Tom, so, let uh, me. I don't know uh, if I asked you this uh, when we did the podcast. What's the most scared you've ever been?
0: The most scared I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Uh, having to either talk to my father or either one of my grandfathers because they were three of the biggest jerks I've ever met in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, 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 You know, as far as being scared, you mean like frightened by something? Obviously, someone trying to hurt my family would scare me, but it also anger me to no end. So, right. I, mean, being, I don't get scared much. I guess I'm not, I'm not bright enough to be scared of things.
3: But do you have like you had the yeah, what they the hair on the back of your neck stand up and
0: like oh yeah that, stuff. that, that stuff. chilling kind of stuff yes
3: absolutely yeah 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 I, I would love thought, to I, you know it'd be cool I, I always thought it'd be cool to have a friendly ghost you know one that you just yeah. go hey dude quit turn quit turn on the lights okay I'm trying to go to bed you know uh, <laughs> it's just when yeah, exactly. It's just when they, you know, they walk upside down and they have a weird face. That's that, that's the guy I don't want in my house. You know, that, that walks on all fours. That that would kind of creep me out. But so, uh, Dave, when are you it, setting this up? Uh,
4: we'll set it up as soon as we can, as soon as Bill's uh, uh, time frees up. Maybe if he uh, can swing in a couple days extra early in April, uh, between shows, we can we can try to get him out there and do a little investigation with him and and have some fun. Bill, we got to go. I know we're up against the break. Um, I just want to thank you again for being a part of it. you got a new comedy special on Voodoo people can find.
3: Yeah, it's called uh, Just Sell Him for Parts, uh, which the title comes from the fact that the, when I did uh, Dancing with the Stars, after that I had to have my knee replaced. I got a kidney stone and I got shingles all within six months. And <laughs> I, was, I told my wife, I said, I don't want to go to the doctor anymore because I'm afraid they're going to look at you and go, ma'am, just sell him for parts. It's just not worth it. Just... <laughs> just, I love it. I love it. Yeah, stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll check have into have my you'll... schedule. I'll check into my schedule and see if we can maybe set up a, a – go to the Palmer House or wherever it is and, and see if we can uh, get somebody to be Bill's uh, spiritual friend. We'll make it work. I
4: love it. We'll find the time if you do. All right. Thanks a lot, Bill.
3: All right, guys. Hey, happy Bill, new year. You. And uh, uh, go ghosts.
4: <laughs> go ghosts. I like it. That works
0: for me. Bill Angball, ladies and gentlemen. Sell them for parts on Voodoo as we speak. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show.